This is an RNZ podcast. We put the spotlight on today's mother of all protests, Groundswell NZ co-founder Bryce McKenzie, with his thoughts on how it might play out and why the group has been infiltrated by the, well, the lunatic fringe. Act Party Agricultural Spokesperson Mark Cameron on why he'll be attending... That was Hamish Mackay, host of the Magic Talk Network's weekend rural show and podcast, Rural Exchange, or Rex, as they like to call it. Last Sunday, that show was all about the groundswell movement's tractors and utes coming to town, again, in what they called the mother of all protests. And several times on the show, Hamish Mackay urged what he called the lunatic fringe to give it a swerve. Uh, I was going to use the word losers. That's probably a bit tough, isn't it? Uh, uh, idiots. You, earlier in the morning you were using that term. Racists. Uh, anti-vaxxers, please just stay away. And let's, let's, let's just make this protest what it is meant to be about. OK, into it. But what the biggest nationwide protest in New Zealand for many years was actually all about wasn't always obvious from the media coverage of it, a fair bit of which did focus on the fringe elements and statements. And it was similar last time with the howl of protest, where off-message banners with slogans about communism, Tadeo, Trump and Jacinda Ardern all ended up getting noticed and amplified in the news. This time, Groundswell published a list of approved slogans to raise the tone and sharpen the focus, but the organisers and opposition politicians got racked up in advance when Government Minister Stuart Nash reportedly dismissed Groundswell as racists and anti-vaxxers. The ACT Party's primary production spokesperson Mark Cameron complained long and loud about that on last Sunday's Rex show and in Parliament. Sadly, Minister um, Nash's assertions were... Look, they were vacuous, they were asinine, they did nothing to actually address the problem. I think he should apologise. I think he should apologise to the tens of thousands of rural New Zealand farmers, small communities. And calls for an apology from the Minister, who was filling in for the absent Agriculture Minister Damien O'Connor, echoed through till last Wednesday on the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB. Now, do you want to apologise for your groundswell comments or not? Oh, come on, Mike, you're, you're better than that. You, you would have read the transcript and you would see that I, I absolutely did not call every farmer racist or an anti-vax. And Stuart Nash didn't actually do that, though possibly he was sheepdog whistling or something to those who don't really love the rural protest lobby. When asked by Act's Mark Cameron in Parliament last week if the government would consult with Groundswell on the rural regulations they oppose so strongly, Hansard records that the minister said... I'm not too sure what Groundswell stands for these days, and what I have read on their website, it's a mixture of racism, anti-vax, etc. On News Talk ZB, Stuart Nash clarified that what he had in mind was mainly a grotesque Facebook post about Nanaya Mahuta by one Groundswell organiser, who was also a dairy company director until his crude online activity was scrutinised last week. And last Wednesday, Stuart Nash risked explaining but losing with Mike Hosking. With your logic... Everything that appears on the News Talk ZB website and Facebook page reflects directly on me, which is simply not true. No, but I do think it reflects on ZB. And you'd agree with me, Mike. I mean, if you write an opinion piece on the ZB webpage, then that reflects ZB. And on and on it went. One minister, one opposition MP and a talk radio host all arguing at length about one man's shabby trolling on social media. Now that was fairly grievous for Groundswell as well though because they claimed they wanted the focus to be on those rural regulations which they insist are unworkable. 
but the main Groundswell website ahead of the mother of all protests did urge users to take part by asking, have you had enough of your freedom and rights being taken away from you? Overlapping somewhat with the drift of the anti-government and anti-vaccine mandate protests held recently around the country in which extreme views were on display. In an article headlined The Radical Right in Gumboots, researcher and writer Byron Clark, who tracks extremism in New Zealand, said conspiracy theorists appear to be trying to build a movement in rural New Zealand. He highlighted the Agricultural Action Group, which was founded on election night in 2020 by people from the Advance NZ political party, which he said supported the groundswell howl of protest in July, and it's also been hosting rural meetings and attracting also a bit of a backlash. For example, Andy Thompson, the host of The Muster on Southland radio station Hokonui, recently warned disillusioned farmers not to, in his words, buy into the Agricultural Action Group's crap. If you are going to mix it with a bunch of unsubstantiated conspiracy theories, Agenda 21, uh, Agenda 2030, if you're going to talk about the Great Reset, all of this nonsense, um, I've read all that, uh, and, and it is a lot of cherry-picking nonsense. You are taking uh, some facts of some things and then interpreting the way you want them to be. In his article, Byron Clark also noted that the Clutha mayor had told the Otago Daily Times recently that an AAG meeting he attended included calls for people to deregister as tax-paying citizens and peacefully resist police, channelling the influence of the sovereign citizen movement in the US. Now at the moment, said Byron Clark, these are people just on the fringes, but he warned that if their ideas were to gain influence within rural political activity, well, that could endanger New Zealand's COVID-19 response and possibly its climate change response as well. Now when it was reported in advance that a counter-protest by climate activists, Extinction Rebellion, could block convoys at the mother of all protests, a local Wellington organiser said they should just stay home and watch country calendar repeats instead. And on the Rural Exchange Show, co-host Richard Lowe had this handy advice for them. And yeah, I just, lobby. Laughed. I I just laughed and I said, that'd be bloody silly, because I said, yeah, yeah. those tractors, <laughs> they are used to driving over rocks bigger than that and there wouldn't even be a bounce, would it? Uh, you know, yeah, no, no, I think the thing is, no one wants to, anyone to get hurt. And in the end, no one was hurt in the mother of all protests and there was minimal agrarian aggro on the day or urban antagonism in response. But while the rural exchange hosts were backing the protest personally, so too was the host of the rival radio network's show, The Country, Jamie Mackay. They've chosen a Sunday, Heather. It's good for news talks. They'd be our station because they're going to drive into town and their tractors and utes and they're going to roll down the windows and play a pre-recorded message on news talks. They'd be uh, for 90 seconds and then stand there in, in solidarity but it's normally wall-to-wall sports talk on ZB on a Sunday afternoon, and last weekend the Lions were running hot with grumpy All Blacks fans. Do you think the rest of the world's catching up, Jerry? Oh, bloody hope. Oh, yeah, big time. So was Groundswell really taking over the ZB output on Sunday, as well as the main drags of our towns and cities? Not quite. It was in one ad break at about half past one that this advert played. The following is a paid advertisement on behalf of Groundswell New Zealand. Thank you all for joining us here today in a show of strength and unity. We remind you that you need to stay in your vehicles and comply with government COVID-19 protocols at all times. Kiwis are common sense, hardworking, practical and reasonable people. Now that went on to demand an end to those unworkable regulations until genuine consultation takes place. And on Rural Exchange, this was the message from Groundswell founder Bryce McKenzie as well. 
But a couple of weeks back on News Talk ZB, the country's host Jamie Mackay said that while July's howl of protest worked, he wasn't quite so keen on this one. They greeted with almost universal support right around the country and got great support in urban New Zealand. Uh, the Can You Hear Us campaign in the August lockdown fell flat, and I think this one is in danger of doing exactly that, and they're in danger of undoing some of their good work because I think, you know, Aucklanders who have spent 10 weeks in lockdown aren't going to be that sympathetic to farmers moaning about regulations because those farmers are also getting record returns on farms. And on the morning of the protest last Sunday, Rural Exchange's hosts on Magic Talk made that same point. Richard Lowe's merinos were fetching a tidy sum and he went on to say he'll be down in the Marlborough Sounds for Christmas and New Year for a bit of fishing. And to end the show, Richard Lowe asked this question. We'd better close on something. Uh, do you have a tractor and will you be taken along later on this afternoon? Uh, no, I don't have a tractor and I definitely won't be taking anything anywhere. But not only was the Rural Exchange Show's regular guest, NZX Analytics head Julie Jones, not joining the mother of all protests on a tractor, she thought the whole thing was a waste of time and energy. You can't protest against natural change. Yeah. So we Correct. all think this is government regulation, but it's actually societal change. So yeah. you're not going to magically stop change by protesting against it. This has nothing to do with the government. Let's not give them too much credit. It's literally society is changing, the world is shifting, the government has not communicated well and supported the changes, but yeah. it's, we cannot blame regulation for this, and you cannot protest against natural change in the world. Put your energy into better things, like working together on solutions. Moving with the times, working together on solutions. You are a gem, Julia Jones. And few in the rural media were prepared to say that the mother of all protests was against progress or that the tsunami of regulations wasn't really the issue. Groundswell's founder Bryce McKenzie also told Rural Exchange explicitly that what they want is the regulation stalled and he said it on that statement also that was broadcast live during the rally on News Talk ZB, which ended like this. If the government is not forthcoming in addressing these issues, we call on all New Zealanders to join our protest in Wellington in February next year. We say enough is enough. We now ask all participants to disperse and go home in a peaceful manner. Find out more at groundswellnz.co.nz. And the following day, RNZ's midday rural news led with that we'll be back angle. Organisers say they'll march outside Parliament next year in order to get the government's attention. Angry Farmers, or Kaipamu, took to the streets yesterday in their utes and tractors to protest against regulations they say are unworkable. It's the second protest organised by Groundswell, but the government has refused to meet with the group. Organiser Bryce McKenzie says it's frustrating the government is not taking notice of their concerns. Bryce McKenzie went on to say that consultation was just lip service, but just moments later, this news on a big bugbear for Groundswell, the clean car discount, or so-called ute tax. Federated Farmers has driven home its views on the so-called ute tax in a submission to Parliament's Transport and Infrastructure Select Committee. Federated Farmers Vice President Karen Williams says the bill is unfair because there's no realistic EV alternative to the ute currently available. And that does sound a lot like actual consultation at work. Now, farming is, of course, a huge industry with well-resourced umbrella groups and lobbying. And farmers own the biggest company in the country, Fonterra, which also has huge clout. On scoop.co.nz, Gordon Campbell pointed that out, and also that Groundswell has emerged at a time when public displays of discontent are back in vogue. 
A hissy fit arms race seems to be happening out there. Some of the disgruntled appear to be intent on outdoing one another in performative acts of rage. But while that means it's easier to mobilise an anti-government crowd right now, Gordon Campbell pointed out that it might actually make it the wrong time to try and have many varied rural voices heard.